Welcome to the Gratitude Cafe, positive radio to feed your soul. Your dynamic host and founder, Sue Lundquist, will bring you her own intuitive talents and gifts for co-creating, healing, and teaching. Her show, The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul, is focused on bringing you to a higher place each week where you can leave the hustle of life at the door. So pull up a chair and join us for The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul. Hey, 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 Sue Lundquist here. It's the Gratitude Cafe. It's a bright Tuesday morning, Benny. Yes, ma'am. I, I say it's bright. and it's, I'm, it's, I'm, it's getting through there. It's getting through it's there. Through. We have a beautiful view in the Pacific Northwest at our wonderful Alternative Talk 1150 KKNW. It is gorgeous. Benny, how are you, love? Doing awesome. How's the boys? They're great. Yes. How was your weekend? Kind of busy, like moderately busy, yeah. not just like rush, 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 but just all day was a good weekend for both. I have softball started again, so <gasps> this might be my final oh, year. I know I might be hanging out the gosh. cleats afterwards. Yeah, the knees just aren't aren't having it. It's true. Wow. I know. I know. I, this exterior looks. You look awesome. nothing like it, but underneath <laughs> it's beat up, <laughs> right? It? It's beat up. So you, so softball, baseball, that whole thing. Just is, the softball, yeah. Okay. But then I'll turn to golf. <laughs> nothing wrong with golf. No, nothing wrong with golf. Cars? Are you still working on cars? In fact, I drove the little project today. Did it's you? It's downstairs. Yeah, it, nice. he made it up here today. So. Do you want to tell the audience what we're talking about? Uh, Just, I actually have a little Volkswagen uh, 1977 Rabbit. It's a two-door. It's a little project of mine. I literally tore it all down the last couple of years and brought it back. There's a larger motor in it than what it should be. It's basically <laughs> a V6 instead of a four-cylinder in there. Yes, you're questioning. Uh, well, yes. I'm Large motor, you. small car. Yes. And did you basically, get rid of Basically, it's a go-kart. Yeah. It literally is. Yeah. It's so much fun. <laughs> I bet it is. But yeah. the, the wife in me and the mother in me is going, Oh, no. There's only two helmet? seats. There's only two seats. Oh, that's that's really even better. I want to weld in some kid seats. I really do. Oh my! See how I said that? Oh. I weld, weld them in. Roll cage and all. Yeah, I'm, I'm kidding. I don't I, go that fast. Oh. It's just fun. Yeah, it's, you've slowed down since. I have actually, boys. but see, here's the like, our guests are like I know. <laughs> exhaling loudly. Oh, like, God, who is this kid? <laughs> what is he talking about? Slowing down? Sounds like he's speeding uh. up. Uh, it's it was my first car in high school. Not that one. It's one of the similar model. So I wanted the same car when I was 16. So now I have it, and it goes it a, lot a lot faster. faster. Than what it did. I was gonna. Did you? <laughs> Get rid of your motorcycle. I know. Uh, I did. Told- I did. I did sell that. You did. Mm-hmm. Okay. But so I have you're another just one. In a- oh God! My friend's me? letting me borrow his. <laughs> it's oh at my, house. my gosh! Yeah. I what? do. I can't okay. Help it. I know. I know. Okay. So should we get to the get to the if show? If you want, I can go skydiving Man. right now too. If you uh, want to do that too. Hey, to all my <laughs> listeners, I know there's a listener out there that just went skydiving. Mm-hmm. I would like to do that, but I got to get the kids out of the house, out of to college. So there's two ways you can do a free fall which doesn't allow any like licensing or things and then there's static line everyone's still looking at me so static (laughs) line it's just right out and it pulls your chute right away so you do a training session on that or you can go higher up but you're tandem so you're with somebody oh i'm so recommend that tandem yeah I and a big I'm gonna say this a big maxi pad because (laughs) (laughs) i will pee i know i will (laughs) you I don't know if I had ever heard anybody else. Probably, oh, I I'm have. Sure. I have totally. But the group we were with, neither, <laughs> no one did. So I'm just saying. I think the excitement kind of overwhelms you. But just maybe you should go before you go. 
before you before jump. You go, go. Go before you we jump. Go, go. All right. All right. <laughs> really, this is Sue Lundquist, and this is the Gratitude Cafe, and it's not necessarily yeah, I feel about- grateful while you're up there. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll be saying something when I'm up there. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I got to wait till the kids are out of the house. All right. So thank you, everybody, for joining us. This is one of my favorite hours. Thank you. I appreciate you joining us and completely getting rid of your your day for that. Just at least an hour. This is where you're going to rejuvenate your soul and get some laughter about me and Benny skydiving and fast cars and motorcycles and, and maxi pads. <laughs> However, which, which order you want to put those in, fine. Yes. All right. We have got to jump into the show because I am so excited. When I talk to these two wonderful people, people, Cynthia and Joseph, uh, I think it was earlier this week or last week, I literally did not want to get off the phone. And I told them, I said, oh, my gosh, I am so excited. And we haven't even had the show yet. It is going to be absolutely amazing. And if you are a spouse, a male, a female, same sex. It doesn't matter if mm-hmm. you are a couple and you have resentments, you have issues, you feel safe or you don't feel safe in your relationship. We are going to get to the nitty gritty. We're also going to talk about what EFT is. And just before we do that, um, I want to talk to you about my wonderful sponsors. And that would be Josh Parkinson of Resonate Brand. And to remind you, Resonate Brand, Resonate Web Leadership helps Seattle businesses get out of their rut and grow. Totally, they he does this. His whole team is absolutely amazing. Resonate builds gorgeous, effective websites and also helps you market your business online, grow your authority and following, and rise up the Google searches. And if that's a lot of talk there, seriously, just call Josh. He's amazing all with a personal guidance to take the confusion and dead ends out of your way to business success. Adding, though, for health and wellness, Resonate naturally specifically helps clients, doctors, and practitioners by providing the same service but tailored specifically to your unique needs. Please check them out at resonateweb.agency and contact for free consultation. Resonate Web Leadership. Let's try that again. Resonate Web Leadership. You can see him online at www.resonatebrand.com, www.resonatenaturally.com. Call him. Write this number down, 206-402-9181, 206-402-9181. I'm going to get to my guests right now, and these wonderful people, we're going to talk about EFT. We're going to talk about Hold Me Tight Seattle. Oh, Benny, how's that? What's EFT. Well, we're going to get to that in a minute. Okay. I but, just want to make sure because our listeners are probably oh, curious too. But I want them chomping at the okay, bone good. here. But you're sure. supposed to be like, ooh, what's holding me right tight here. Seattle? I'm right here. I'm waiting for you. Hold me tight, Seattle. <laughs> and safely, Benny. <laughs> safely and nicely. Of course. Our wonderful guest here is Cynthia, Cynthia Benj, is a psychotherapist with only 20 years of, or with 20 years experience, not with only, many <laughs> years of experience. Sorry. Guiding people from their own stuck places into lives full of meaning, adventure, and satisfying relationships. Yes. Her therapeutic modality is emotional-focused therapy. Did you catch that, Benny? Combined with the groundbreaking work of, drumroll, Dr. Brene Brown. I love her. We're going to have a conversation about her, too. And her guideposts to wholehearted living with powerful proven process Cynthia guides clients to uncover their real truths their greatest longings 
and needs, which leads them to answer and an action plan, freeing them to change to become their best selves for the rest of their lives. Cynthia works with individuals, couples in her private practice in Fremont, as well as leading corporate training retreats and uh, trainings. And then we also have the wonderful Joseph Lossi. Lossi. I see. I even asked you how to pronounce that, and I wrote it out. It's Lossi, Joseph Lossi. The father of two young men in their 20s, Joseph discovered his true passion of relational psychology at the age of 52. Now a certified emotional focus therapist, he works with couples, men, and women in his Seattle private practice. He very happily tied the knot for a second time on September 12th of last year. Joseph is also in act in is also active in the awakening field of masculine or mature masculinity. And we're going to get to that because that's yeah. that is so juicy and so yummy. So we've got wonderful wonderful. Welcome to the Gratitude Cafe, you guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you. you. It's wonderful Thank to be you. here. So obviously audience, we have a male and a female voice. Cynthia, say hello. Hello. Good morning. Joseph, say hello. Very good to be here. And I wanted to tell Benny that we drove up in a 2011 STI. Oh! <laughs> no, but I, I, have a, I have a Subaru, too. I do. That's right, you do. And I have a truck. Oh, yes. I have a lot of vehicles. So. Yes, you do. But I love an STI. So along with mature masculinity, I, I, yeah. I love fast cars. Yes. <laughs> I knew there was a connection here somewhere. I love it. I love it. So you can be a feminist and you can be masculine at the same time. There you go. Bam. Bam. So so hold me tight. I'm in the passenger seat. Hold me tight. Okay, I love all this, but we, like, uh, like Benny was asking and our audience, EFT. EFT. Can we have a definition? Yes. EFT is the creation of primarily two individuals. Uh, the beautiful and wonderful Dr. Les, Leslie Greenberg. Both of these individuals are from the wonderful Commonwealth of the UK. And Leslie uh, basically pulls together the theory and the practice of emotionally focused therapy. And then his student, the incredibly uh, wonderful, lovely genius of Dr. Susan Johnson, who parks her STI in Ottawa. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Creates emotionally focused therapy for couples. Oh. And so uh, we basically worship at the church of Dr. Susan Johnson, the creator, the primary creator of emotionally focused therapy for couples. Okay. This is a practice that's been evolving for about 30 years and is really one of the only empirically validated couple modalities in the world of couple therapy. What does that mean for a layman? What does that Well, basically I think what we're doing is helping people to become emotionally literate. We really see emotion being able to talk to each other talk effectively. Talk to each other effectively, kindly. but utilize emotions as the key to uncovering our greatest needs and longings. And so emotions are the way in. We we think of ourselves Often, or we imagine ourselves as as thinking beings who sometimes feel. Basically, we are feeling beings who sometimes think. <laughs> and so, we this this modality really takes emotion and says that is the key. We feel first, and so when we can help people identify what their what their primary feelings are, we can then reach down 
each feeling has has a action tendency associated with it. So when we're sad, we're we're longing for connection. Mm. When we're afraid, we're longing for safety. So mm. it we find out what the what the primary need is, help people uh, identify that, experience it, and then help them communicate that to their partner. And that's what creates safety, bonding. Yeah, for many for many years, um, our culture um, and cultures really around the world have been really good at telling people to get emotion out of the room. Oh. Okay, remember that. But have, my dad used to say, "I'll give you something to cry for." Oh. Get, right, right. Do you want me to get the belt out? Yes. Right. Yes. And w- there's a revolution occurring that's been going on over the last thirty years, and it is a it is this beautiful bright light on the horizon that basically tells men and women that um, let's not leave emotional intelligence out of the room. Let's not leave our emotions out of the room. You'll hear Sue say, emotion organizes behavior. And we help people begin to tap into their emotional intelligence, feel it, become aware of it, share it, and unlock this whole potential that often um, bad parenting, if you know, we might touch on bad parenting for a moment, bad parenting locks in our you know, frozen in our psyche. And, and and I say this to the audience. It's not, and I don't think you mean that, that it's bad parenting. It's what they knew. It's what it's their what parents right. knew. It's, Excuse you know, me. It's, yes. It's the same. Yeah, I get yes. that in our audience. They were trying their best. Yeah. You don't know what you don't know. Right. Exactly. And so here we are to share that awareness with EFT. Um, I Really briefly, I want to tell the audience, we are going to talk about uh, what EFT is. We're going to talk about the science behind that. And we, Dr. Sue Johnson is the original founder, correct? The primary creator. The primary creator. And she's out of? Ottawa. 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 Okay. But you can get all of this information right here at Hold Me Tight Seattle. And we're going to get to that because we have a live event coming up. But you got to wait till the end of the show, and I'm going to give you that information. So we're going to talk a little bit more about the science of backing. We're going to talk about what attachments are mm-hmm. and literally what attachments are. And then we're going to talk about de- demon dialogue. It's kind of this spin cycle mm-hmm. of emotions, and we're going to get to that. We're going to talk about hooked on triggers, past history. We're going to use some examples of sexual int- intimacy and that kind of dialogue and what to do with said wounds, right? And vulnerability. Oh, <laughs> vulnerability. Dang. Dang. Power. The power of vulnerability. Oh, the power. The power. The power of vulnerability. All right. So, and then with that, we're going we're gonna to wrap that up with promoting your wonderful week shop. Week shop? Workshop. Workshop <laughs> on the weekend. Duh. Maybe someday or some week it'll be a week's worth of shops. There you yes. go. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Planning. I think maybe that's what's different than a car show. That's what I meant. So exactly. we talked. Car show. Yes. <laughs> you you got to pull up a picture because I want to see what that car looks like. Okay. So we talked about the founder, Dr. Um, Sue Johnson, about emotional focus therapy. That is what EFT is what we're talking about. I want to talk about the science behind that. Mm-hmm. Is it Cynthia or Joseph who we're going to be talking, or both of you? Mix mix and match and play. Well, uh, Sue, uh, in addition to being probably the most wonderful clinician you'll ever see in a couple setting, incredible empathy, amazing intuition, um, just a complete and utter grasp of what couples are going through in their demon dialogues and when they get caught in their spin cycles is a genius and knows how to do research. 
and she's a professor of psychology at the University of Ottawa in Canada. And she knows that, you know, really to drive her model out into the world, it has to be what psychologists call empirically validated. It has to be peer-reviewed. It has to be um, validated with the the imprimatur of science, okay? okay. So, so she starts the the process of writing in journals, the Journal of Marriage and Family Therapy, and she puts her model out into the world, and other people uh, check out her model, and they go, this is working, Sue. Your, uh, your theory that unlocking emotion helps get underneath the demon dialogues of couples and helps them express their hidden longings and their hidden needs and their attachment longings. Oh, well, we were just talking right? about, We'll yeah. get to attachment from here. That, you know, by doing that, you really can heal couples. And we've seen in the literature that EFT is, a, is successful about 80% of the time in couple therapy. You also have to have people wanting to make that change, right? Well, you do. And I think what what Sue has done over the years is um, just record, interview. Um, and so the studies do show that more than 80% of couples do find that their relationship is improved. But one of the most important findings, I think, is that that lasts over time so oh, that maintenance. It's, it's maintenance because the relationship is literally transformed. It's not a set of skills that you learn. It's a way of looking at your partner, a way of reaching for them, a way of connecting to them that then the relationship becomes the bond. And so oh. it reinforces itself. It's a whole paradigm shift. It's a shift. paradigm shift. It's a total paradigm and shift. when oh, you can reach bumps. for your partner mm-hmm. and find that safety and connection, you have transformed that relationship and that is lasting over time. And that's the difference with EFT than a skill-based, where, as people say, you know, we learn some communication skills, but as soon as we're emotionally triggered, those skills go out the window. Oh, There's yeah. There's no way we can oh, yeah. think right, about right. speaking with an iMessage. So this is a really good segue. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, the safety in connection. We're going to talk about emotions, hook triggers, past history, and all of that. 80% of couples improve, guys. Sue Lundquist here with the Gratitude Cafe. Hold me tight, Seattle. We'll be right back. Hold Me Tight Seattle. This is Sue Lundquist with the Gratitude Cafe. We have wonderful guests here, Joseph and Cynthia with Hold Me Tight Seattle. We were just talking about emotions organizing behavior, organizes behavior. We talked about EFT, Mm -hmm. what that looks like. We talked about the science. 
Now it's nuts and bolts, folks. It is the nitty-gritty. We're going to talk about attachments. We're going to talk about demon dialogue, that spin cycle that we get into based on old emotions and old triggers and past behaviors and past things that have happened, hence triggers. So I'm bringing back Joseph and Cynthia. Thank you so much for joining us on the Thank Gratitude you. Cafe. And let's let's jump in. Um, should we talk about attachments and then demon dialogue, or how would you... Let's do a talk about attachment. I think attachment theory is what really underlies this emotion-focused therapy work. And um, I think we we often think about children needing secure attachments. But now what we're coming to understand is that across the lifespan, Mm -hmm. it's paramount that we have a secure attachment. I think that, you know, somehow we've become... A little bit phobic. There's so much around codependency. There's this fallacy that um, autonomy is the goal. And actually what we recognize is that when we have a secure base, when we're securely attached, we're healthier, we live longer, we're open to explore uh, what it is that we want to do in the world. So um, we, we really need these primary attachments and, and it's healthy. So um, an attachment or secure base, That's mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just looking for a layman definition. So and Let me tell you a little story. Okay, let's do um, that. I was just reading an article out of the New York Times, and uh, a father was going into a medical procedure with his, with his son, and basically he was telling him, man up, man up, be a man, say I'm a man, you know, and the little boy, you know, had to screw up his face and like get all intense and he wanted to cry and he actually did cry right mm-hmm. and and that is the beginning of of a thousand different wounds that sometimes oh. our parent can our parents can visit upon us now you know that's the the origin of an insecure attachment of a young man who is unable to share difficult emotion with his partner and if you walk oh. that right into our couples workshop, often it's men, but sometimes it is women, who have difficulty actually believing that they can share a hurt, a confusion, a rejection, a shame, um, a pain, a fear, that they have difficulty, that they're actually not supposed to share that that hurtful primary emotion with their partner so they clamp it down and they shut it down and that's how you take insecure attachment into a relationship and you create insecurity in the relationship amongst everything else but we're there's two things here you can still have masculinity and still be sensitive absolutely. and still ha- i mean absolutely absolutely and that's what exactly what absolutely. you teach i absolutely. mean absolutely and and i tell you this to the audience men and women i'm a woman the men there's this whole white horse syndrome you yes, know yes the, and i talked to my husband about this too and i said i i get off my war, white horse you can get off your white horse we need to be able to have a safe conversation here right absolutely uh, Cynthia? i think it's so important and i and i think um often for for men those hurts can come forward as anger yeah so oh, you yes. know so underneath and i think joseph really has started to speak to that too about what the primary emotions are underneath 
And a secondary emotion that comes forward can be that anger, that that way of trying to. And what we find is that when you speak your primary emotion and when we give language, and it's one of the things that we really help our couples do is we give language to them to for their emotions. And what we find is that literally when you name a feeling, your parasympathetic nervous system calms down. And name people, feeling. people okay. are afraid if they move into their emotions that they'll overwhelm them. And it'll never stop. Like if yeah. I start crying, I'm not. I'm never going to stop. And actually, the opposite is true. When you can name a feeling, it your 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 body calms down and says, "Okay, yeah, that's exactly." Our feelings are the red lights on the dashboard telling us what's going on under the hood. So, Ooh, wait, you got to repeat that. That was <laughs> yummy, Benny. Did you hear that? <laughs> there, our emotions are the red light on the dashboard telling us what's going on under the hood. Oh. So anger, you know, and, and Benny's appreciating this because, you know, he's got his signals on his day and, and he's thinking, okay, the red light is saying, hey, bing, 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 something, uh, there's a need, there's a want, there's something that isn't right. So I'm experiencing some emotion. The body never lies. Oh. The body tells us every time what the truth is. Yes. If we can pay attention, and as Joseph is saying, so often we have limited ourselves and said, no, there's certain emotions we should feel. We've been taught. We've been trained to limit the ability to feel our feelings. So So, we give people the permission by slowing things down, having them tuned to their body. Creating a very safe environment. EFT is not a communication skill therapy. EFT is an experiential therapy. But often... Can we we stop real quick and explain that really quick? Communication versus experimental. We're not going to give people behavioral tasks. We're not going to give people like lists of things to do, like caring behaviors, like some, some, some other therapists do out there in the world. We're going to help people begin to by actually... Beginning with language to name what they are feeling in their body, that's where the power of emotionally focused therapy comes from, is that when you begin to tune to your body, you don't have to think first, you feel first. This is felt knowledge. Yeah. So we're, we're tuning to our body and overcoming a whole history of insecure attachment of, 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 you know, suppressing emotion and then going, wait a minute, my body is feeling this. I'm going to tell you this in a way that hopefully is correct. And you can actually take in. It feels intimate. It feels intimate, Sue. Oh my, are you kidding? It would be so intimate. And, and not only that, but I want to speak from the receiver. If my man came to me and said that I, I would stop and just be okay. One, I'm going to just be calm. Two, I don't want to scar him, hurt Mm -hmm, him. mm -hmm. Uh, Three, how do I process this? How do I help him with my language? And that's where you guys come in. Yes. Right? Deeply, deeply connecting. When when you say I don't want to say the wrong thing. No. You know, I want to love in that moment. I want that to stay safe, that nice bubble, right? And, And vice versa. It unlocks compassion, vulnerability, true vulnerability and authenticity. When someone opens their heart and shares, it unlocks compassion in the other. And that's what we see. 
every time in our workshops, in our yeah. work with couples. Right. You can actually experience oh. in the room this moment of bonding. And literally that changes our brains. We literally have, re- we have rewired someone's brains when they have the experience of being seen and heard and understood. That is our primary need. I, I really, I often say, you know, we have two primary needs to be seen and to feel safe and to be loved. Those, those, you know, really those three things to be seen, to be, be understood, to be loved. And, and I'm just going to throw this out there because I know when, we feel emotionally safe, emotionally connected, um, and loved and heard. Boys, there's going to be more sex. This is you got that. Truth. I mean, we are emotional beings. Thank you very much. Right, right. There's uh, boys or girls because you guys deal with same sex right. relationships. You build and safety. You, you build, build trust, safety and you trust. Build, you build intimacy. Oh my gosh! Not only emotional intimacy, where I feel heard and connected. Mm-hmm. The world. I mean, I can just feel the world. Literally, I'm going to say this, jonesing for that. No, oh, absolutely. They, there's just this massive space. You know, there's a, there's a fallacy running around there in, in our culture, and it's it's going to be a very, very difficult fallacy to actually deconstruct, and it's going to take years. Oh, we but the got fa- this. The, fa- the, the fallacy is, is that we have to be strong, right? Mm-hmm. And this is a fallacy that's really uh, adopted by uh, males in our culture. But the other day in therapy, I have a young couple in front of me. And, you know, give you a shorthand version of what occurs. The male, through my coaching and, and my creation of safety, is able to tell his wife that he's basically scared and frightened and hurt. And when he tells that, when he tells that story, I have him actually look at his partner. I'll tell a man, can you loan your partner your eyes? So he looks right at her. She's looking right at him. He's beginning to tell this deep emotional truth that's been capped off for decades by um, social learning and by a quality of attachment in childhood. He's telling her this intimate story that is deeply true. You can feel her resonating to it. You can feel her tuning to him as he tunes to her. He tells her the story. Cynthia's experienced this hundreds of times in therapy, as I have. And I I ask her, so, Jennifer, how does that feel when Patrick tells you that story? She looks right at him and she says, you make me feel special. Oh, I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. You make me feel special. (laughs) Benny, was that just yummy? It's adorable. Seriously. And, you know, what we're doing is is really running against a cultural norm. And it takes experiencing it to actually go, holy crap, this is going to work with my lady. Oh, totally. And I think... Benny, take note here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. I, I'm sitting here just... I've got all these things in my head going, yes, 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 and yes. Yeah. So this is, this is what Cynthia and I introduce to couples who come in in deep distress and get blasted across, you know, our two-and-a-half-day workshop with this, you know, revelatory information that 
oh my God, what my body has been feeling is actually valid to feel myself and share with my beloved. Now, <sighs> you know, you know, so you, you mentioned this earlier. This is not heterosexual. This no. is, is not homosexual. This is not transsexual. This is human. This works across yep. every platform, every yep. race, every ethnicity. It's human. It's human, human nature. Human with a capital H. Yeah. We are hardwired for connection. Yes. And because of that, when we don't feel safe, we go into primary panic, which is what happens. We're all living in primary we panic. Are, which is what sets <laughs> right? up the demon dialogues. Oh, and so, perfect. again, we, you know, we we get connected with our partner. We think, okay, this is great. This person relates to me. I relate to them. We're going to be together. All is going to be well. And pretty soon, our we start to get scared because the differences happen. The conflicts happen. The natural... And that, there's like a, I think of it as a little attachment. Ding, 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 ding. Sa- this Something isn't scary. scary me. Something's Something scary me. me. Yeah. <laughs> and we, st- and often, what, one of the ways that I might describe uh, a demon dialogue, um, a wife starts to feel um, disconnected. There's um, some loneliness. So what does she do? She begins to complain. Yeah. She and Check her, her partner then hears criticism yes so it's either i'm going to defend myself wait a minute no i do really love you i'm busy i'm working i got you know yes and she then doesn't feel heard doesn't feel validated feels like he doesn't care makes up the story he either defends or withdraws which heightens her feeling of isolation and there you are in the demon dialogue attack defend attack, withdraw, and couples get caught. And what we help them do is see what is the message underlying that that message. You know, when Sue Johnson was here last fall, she showed us the tape, and it was the funniest little thing. It was like a little Minnie Mouse. And she's there saying, you know, I'm angry because I need you. I'm mean because I want you. I'm <laughs> mad because I love you. And I thought, That's a demon okay, dialogue. that is half the women that come in my office. <laughs> oh, my gosh, totally. <laughs> and what, what their partners aren't hearing is the attachment need underneath. I love you. I'm longing for you. What they hear is an accusation rather than an invitation. And then and then maybe men going, I don't know how to respond they to that. I don't criticized. Yeah. They don't know really they just half of them say, I just want her to be happy. And if we are as emotionally <laughs> shut down mm-hmm. masculinity wise yes. as we are observing, mm-hmm. we're I'm you know, the men are like, I don't know what they don't well, see they, they, our they, awareness. They, they try they basically men make this is the men out there in the audience Get a pen out. Write this down. This is your biggest mistake. Done. John Gottman also is right on top of this, too, in his latest book, The Man's Guide to Women. A little plug for John and Julie Gottman. That one, man. Huge book. Get that book, Benny. Okay. John and Julie say this is the number one mistake that men make when when they perceive their partner, could be male, could be female. Same sex, whatever. When they perceive their partner is hurt. I messed up. I've got to fix this. Yes. 
Biggest mistake. Biggest mistake you can make. I've got to fix this. And so they go into all these fixing solutions. They go into rationality. They go into logic. They go into, like, what did I do wrong? What can I do for you? How can I make this better? And then their partner, because their partner is basically is is being misperceived, okay, is is shutting down, and then another demon dialogue arises. And okay. most of the women, let me just hand this over to Cynthia <laughs> or a partner. What do they want, Cynthia? Well, three words. I say to men, okay, what what do you think the three words are that women most want to hear? What do you think, Benny? <laughs> You're on the hot seat, oh, buddy. Oh, sorry. <laughs> More I'll communication. Th- Okay, really. Good try. It's true. Good try. Yes. yes. It's, yeah, it's oh, okay. really close. Hey, it's I get tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me more. Three words they want to hear. Communication. They yeah. want to hear, tell me more. Because basically, they want, you know, we want to share our emotional experience. Then we feel connected. The thing I think women need to know, too, is that often and again this is stereotypical but often men that physical connection is their language they want that as a way to feel close and so it isn't just about the orgasm it's oh, about yeah. no, the sister, connection it's about the organism. Sister, it's organism. A, <laughs> it's about the connection for men that but is it's their an way orgasm. of feeling connected that's their avenue in and to feeling close and connected. And for men to know when you can really connect on an emotional level, she opens up. That's oh, the, that's the literally opening. Literally. Bing, 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 bing. Do we have a bing, 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 there you go. Bing, 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 And we do want to open up from a sex from an EFT perspective is also we want to open that up to physical intimacy. Liberation. Well, the opening, it's not just about the act. Let's have some skin on skin. Are you open to... Some some pleasure, some sharing, some sharing of love and intimacy together. That's an invitation that many women will say, yeah. Uh, yes, please. <laughs> and with that, we are going to take a commercial break. Wow. Naming a feeling, felt knowledge, seeing safe, loved, my creation of theory, tell me more. Stop fixing. Stop fixing organ- emotions, organized behaviors, uh, creating a secure base. And having primary emotions, all of this with Hold Me Tight Seattle. Uh, Sue Lundquist here with Gratitude Cafe. We'll be right back. Benny and his cowbell. All right, we're back here. This is the Gratitude Cafe. Sue Lundquist here. And we have been talking to Joseph and Cynthia with Hold Me Tight Seattle. And their website is 
holdmetightseattle.com. You're going to find a ton of resources, information, events, how to get a hold of them, all right there. Holdmetightseattle.com. We got one more space left. I, I'm oh, jumping ahead. But, but, but wait, wait, wait. We're going we're gonna to make them chomp at the bit for that. <laughs> Hang on. One more space left, so you better get on there and figure out what we're talking about. All right. So, folks, we have been talking about um, EFT, uh, naming the feeling, feeling safe men and women. Um, society has brought men up for generations and generations to not feel safe with their emotions. Yep. That is not what we're talking about here. It is a paradigm shift, and it's been happening for the last 30-some-odd years. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Building um, steam. Oh, yes. Please do that. And then to the women or the opposite sex of the, the relationship, please allow them to come to you with their scars, their sores, their and, and give them love and safety and a compassion um, and, and open yourself up to that. Don't get triggered. Just kind of take a deep breath. However, if you don't have the tools, Hold Me Tight Seattle is going to make that happen for you. All right. So we talked about literally the uh, can you imagine having an emotionally tapped in relationship and how good the sex is? <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Yes. Yeah. You need a minute? Yeah. <laughs> you need a minute? I'm good. And to good. the kids out we can there, leave the room. you need a minute. The kids out there, please send this to your mom and dad because this will be a really good example for you to see because you're, we're, you guys are changing generations. Absolutely. And if I, can, if I can set that example for my children and their coming up relationships, I think what a gift. That is the number one gift. I think we, we operate in a child-centric culture. And I think often what I see, families are so busy. They're driving their kids to violin lessons, to soccer practice, to, and the, the marriage comes last. Oh. And really the gift if you can give your kids the model of a positive relationship, this is where they learn love. Yep. They don't learn love by you loving them. They learn mm. how to love another by you loving your partner. And, it's and an that example. is the number one important gift that you can give your children. Exclamation, exclamation. All right. We are going to jump into vulnerability and forgiveness. And um, we did talk about the man coming off the white horse. Um, emotions. When I am hurt, when I'm in fear, I feel shame. I need to feel that you're going to be there for me. Yes. Can you be here for me? Yes. Oh, what? I mean, seriously, what a valuable mm-hmm. tool. What a valuable. This is the p- secret sauce of how love actually happens. When I'm hurt and I call for you, can you hear me? Will you be there for me? Oh, I yearn yeah, so many. I mean, and I've got a good relationship, but the, you know, everything it all comes together, right? And I'm sure he's got the same things. But man, to have that, to have you guys in my back pocket now well, to yeah. you know, create those tools. Every relationship, every long term relationship, there's usually about four or five what we call attachment wounds, where our partner misses us for whatever reason. Yep. They're busy, they're working. When, when, when you have a primary need, there's a sickness, there's a loss, and your partner misses you. We call these attachment wounds. Rupture, and our job is to help repair those. Can we and also call those three teenage girls? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yes, yes, that's your story, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is yes. my story. And we all and have his one. too. Yes, yes, we all have one. Please continue, Cynthia. Well, no, I think really so. So we miss each other. And 
how so in this process both in our workshop and in our our couples therapy that we do we help couples identify and there's a specific protocol for going through a repair of mm. a wound of this wound you know Just every every tear in the fabric of a relationship actually can with the with some skillful application of the emotional skills that Cynthia and I help people get embedded in their body, every tear in the fabric of a relationship becomes a bonding moment. That's, I totally agree. That's why that's why emotionally focused therapy is so durable and lasts so uh. long. So when you know there's ten million billion different ways to get torn in uh, in relationship. And when that happens, we can help people begin to realize, let's slow down here. Let's slow down. Let's stay out of our demon dialogues. Let's stay out of fan, find the bad guy. Let's stay out of accusation, shame, and blame. And let's start to go back down to those previously hidden primary emotions and begin to actually offer them out in a way that can repair those attachment wounds. Now we talk about in our in our in our uh, workshop on Sunday morning. We have this really beautiful, almost sacred space mm. of apology and forgiveness. There is a very appropriate way to make a heartfelt apology and to be then offered forgiveness. Cynthia, I th- Joseph, beautiful. Thank you. It it really, I think. There's the barriers to this happening are that feeling of shame, really, for the the injuring partner. And I think when we can normalize, that's really what we do, and say, yeah, there's going to be times when you miss. That helps reduce some of that defensiveness so that people can be open to explore. And this process, we have seen even major betrayals, affairs. Major betrayals emotional affairs, some major betrayals, we have been able to repair so that partners can move forward and have a stronger bond. And one of the things I think that the barrier to that is not being able to fully listen to the pain of your partner. And we talk a little bit about intention and impact. You know, we may not intend to wound our partner, but the impact is the same. And when we can pull that apart a little bit and help the injured partner fully explore the depth and the significance of the pain and their partner really hear that. Really hear that. Really hear it, feel the shame of hurting them, feel the pain, and together that's what repairs. There's the magic that then for repair because each of them feels when you feel fully heard and understood and you really hear a sincere apology for that there's there's healing there's healing that happens how could there not be there really is so with that that's the gateway to forgiveness forgiveness okay i'm gonna i'm gonna drizzle on some resentment (laughs) because you've been doing xyz to me for so long and i have been trying to communicate with you Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and now you're coming to and apologize to mm-hmm. me. Excuse mm-hmm. me, I have a, sh- a lot of resentment <laughs> built up. Did you guys catch that? Yeah. Yeah. I know I'm not supposed to say that word, Benny. <laughs> Stuff. <Have you? laughs> really, Sue, you're right? really speaking to the next step, oh, which wonderful. is that there's really a part 
that of being able to let go. And what allows you to let go of that resentment? And there's often, and I think, again, when we can acknowledge the validity, like I can say to you, Sue, you're right. There, you have been, there's been a long time that you have been handling this. There's been a long time you've been swallowing this and sucking this up. Absolutely, it's hard for you to let that go. Right. You're not ready yet. Can you're, you, can you know, really explore that with the partner because that is real. I have and to feel hurt. Sue, so can you tell your partner about, you know, what it feels like at the top is resentment? Can you tell him about how you've been hurt? Can you take a moment and actually drop down below the anger of resentment and explore with him how you actually have been wounded? You do that. And a partner is is empathically listening because we've t- helped him with coaching emotionally coaching skills, and then then that injuring partner can go, oh my God, what I've been actually getting from you is anger and resentment, but mm. now I'm actually understanding what I've been doing is hurting you in some profound way. I've hurt you. Can you tell? Can you tell Sue? That you actually have hurt her, yes, I have hurt her. Yes, Sue, I'm, I'm. Now the apology comes. I've hurt you because now I know actually deeply how you've been feeling. I've gotten, we've gotten below your anger and resentment. And both parties have gotten rid of their triggers. Their, what did you call it? Oh, I wrote so many notes here. I'm going to get lost. Um. Their triggers, their emotions, triggers their, work. their triggers work. Yeah, well, triggers is fine. and forgiveness is a process. It, it 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 takes time. So again, it can be a one-time event. It can also be ongoing. It's, oh my god, it's got to be ongoing. We yeah. we're we're gonna have a have to have a part two. We've got so much to talk about. What an incredible hour, you guys. This is wonderful. Joseph, Cynthia, thank you so much. Their weekend workshop is April 22nd through the 24th. HoldMeTightSeattle.com. There's one spot left. And uh, to all of you, I love you guys all very much. Next show is on the 12th. We are going to have a special, actually I've been given special access to some of Dr. Joe's educational footage. You won't hear any of this unless you take one of his courses. So I advise you to tune. It's going to be very special. And um, I guess that's it. To each of you, you are a gift. Get out there and share yourself with the world. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to sign up at sulunquist.com to get all your questions answered and free goodies delivered directly to your inbox. We'll see you next time.